This is Scientific American's 60-Second Earth. I'm David Biello. Fair warning. The following is more than 60 seconds, and it's about climate change. Even in high school, you know, my idea of a good time was sitting in front of a computer and solving problems. Climatologist Michael Mann. And uh, that has always been true. I love using computational methods to, to learn about the way hopefully, the way the the world actually works. Some critics, such as physicist Freeman Dyson, charge that climate change science relies too much on such computer models. And even worse, that the climate scientists behind them are too much in love with their computational creations. Such mathematical approximations are crude, failing to capture the real-world climate impacts of a cloud, for example. That makes them useful for understanding climate, but not for predicting climate change, Dyson has argued. I asked Mann, in a recent phone interview, how he responded to such arguments. Well, I have to wonder if uh, Freeman Dyson uh, will get on an airplane or um, if he'll, you know, drive a car because a lot of the, you know, modern day conveniences of, of life and a, lot, uh, in the, in a lot of our technological innovations of modern life are based on phenomena so complicated that we need to be able to construct uh, models of them before we deploy that technology. Um, In the case of the climate, of course, there is only one Earth, (laughs) so we can't do experiments with multiple Earths and and formulate, uh, you know, the the science of climate change um, as if it's, uh, you know, an entirely observationally based controlled experiment. Um, We need to rely on on uh, conceptual models of the system uh, we're studying. And and it's no different in any other field of science. Um, In fact, you know, the way science progresses is by conceptual models being put forward and then testing them against observations. You know, one of the most, I think, striking examples of that is just within the last month, this announcement, the Higgs boson, predicted its existence was predicted by the standard model. And uh, of uh, you know of particle physics and the uh, you know and the fact that there's we've now had a glimpse of it it looks like it may very well be there um, is a real uh, victory for you know that model of science you put forward conceptual models of the way the world or the universe works and those mo- and, and test those models against the observations and see the extent to which they can predict new observations. And when they do, it gives you increased confidence in the models. And, and so it's no different in the uh, case of climate change. Um, the models are simply, at some level, a formulation of our conceptual understanding. And when someone says they don't like models, then I'm wondering what alternative they have in mind. How do they uh, formalize their conceptual understanding uh, through back-of-the-envelope, poorly conceived thought experiments. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's somewhat bewildering when I hear something like that from a premier scientist. And I think it belies a misunderstanding of the way models are used um, in, the, in climate science, for example, where, you know, we don't need an elaborate climate model to understand the basic physics and chemistry of greenhouse gases. So at some level, the fact that increased CO2 warms the planet is a consequence of very basic physics and chemistry. The details, how much warming do you get, uh, depend on things like feedbacks. And so and you can't incorporate feedbacks 
through a back-of-the-envelope uh, approach. You actually have to critically think about the interactions that take place in this very complex system. And those feedbacks ultimately determine the extent to which that initial warming will be amplified, but they don't even change the fact that you elevate greenhouse gas concentrations in the atmosphere, you'll get a warming of the surface. That's basic physics and chemistry. And people who claim that they don't believe that, they don't believe we're warming the planet through increasing CO2 levels because of climate models, they don't understand the fact that you don't need a climate model to come to that conclusion. Um, it's basic physics and chemistry. The climate models come in because we want to know the, how that's modified by feedbacks. Um, what are the important feedbacks? You know, how will atmospheric circulation patterns change? Um, you know, and again, the, does Freeman Dyson, assuming he is willing to get on an airplane, even though models have been used to test the uh, performance of the airplane, assuming he does, and he knows he's going somewhere where they've uh, predicted, where weather models have predicted rainfall for the next seven days, does he not pack his uh, umbrella because he doesn't believe the models? In that case, the worst that will happen is, you know, somebody gets wet when they wouldn't otherwise have. In this case, the worst that can happen is that we ruin the planet.